Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 26. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things that we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we really appreciate when you go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We always give listeners a shout out on future episodes. And we also like to thank all of you who have and who will go out and leave us those five-star customer ratings as well. We also greatly appreciate those. And on to today's show. Today we are going to be joined by Kirby from Change Your Fate Creations. She's a Disney lover, of course, and she's a big fan of visiting the theme parks and is always planning her next trip. She's working on her current products. Are She has a lot of accessory bags that you can use for toiletries, for your Mickey ears, all kinds of cool things that we'll hear about. And she's also getting ready to expand her product line, which she'll talk about. And we'll want to make sure that once you hear all about her products, we'll have information in our show notes where you can go to her Etsy store and what does she have for our listeners, Chris? Well, she has an awesome code. Use the code DISLOVE for 10% off your total purchase. That's an awesome deal. Yes, that is. And we will make sure to put that in our show notes as well. So when you get a chance to check out Kirby's shop, she has some amazing things, as I mentioned, to keep you organized while you're traveling. And so I thought today we would talk about transportation on the property. And that includes transportation to the parks, Disney Springs, and between all of the resorts. Now, one thing before we get to the different types of transportation, and we've been on lots of different transportation on Disney property, um, one of the things is that it's important to note that transportation on Disney property is free to anyone that's visiting Walt Disney World, but the key word there is that you're on property. Magical Express, which is a service that brings you from Orlando International Airport to Disney Resorts, that is only free for Disney guests that are staying at a Disney resort. So it, once you're on property though, if you're staying off property, you can use the buses and all the other transportation at no cost to you. Now, before we get started, Chris, can you name the different types of transportation on Disney property? Oh, you got a boat, you got a bus, you have a monorail, you have a railroad. Oh, the railroads, yeah. That's you have a, a golf one. cart. <laughs> Probably, yep. And what else did I miss? There's the new one that we haven't been on yet, the Disney Skyliner. Oh, Skyrail, yes. Skyliner, which will be opening at the end of September. So, of course, that's kind of the hot topic right now is the Disney Skyliner. And we are recording this. This is an early September 2019 episode. The Skyliner will be opening on September 29th, so just a few weeks after this episode airs and one of the great things about this is of course we were there earlier this year and we could see them building it and it was kind of neat because we saw the stations in progress and some of those things will be down again at the end of this year and we're excited to kind of check it out that system is going to connect Hollywood Studios and the International Gateway at Epcot. They've been working on this quite a while. When we had our vow renewal in March 2018, they were already doing some work at the International Gateway. Um, so if you're not familiar, the International Gateway to Epcot is at the back side of the park. That's, of course, International Gateway means you're entering into the World Showcase area of the park. And you're going to be the resorts that are going to be connected to the Skyliner to get you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot are Disney's Caribbean Beach, Disney's Art of Animation, Disney's Pop Century, and Disney's Riviera Resort. 
So you're going to have access to all of those. And then, of course, from International Gateway, you have the Yacht and Beach Club Resort, Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin are short walks along as well. So it's supposed to be super cool. I'm sure you've heard lots of, there's lots of news going out there for people to be able to see. And that's our guest, Sadie, in here with us today. So we're just going to keep moving forward. (laughs) So, again, super exciting to see the Disney Skyliner. Now we're going to move on to some of our, I guess you would say, traditional existing transportation modes that have been on there for a long time. The first one, which I think whenever I think of Disney, of course you think of the iconic monorail, but the one that we probably spend the most time on, which one do you think that is, Chris? Which transportation we spend? Oh, the bus. Yeah, the bus is for sure. So you should have taken the bus. (laughs) So the bus transportation is from most of your resorts to the four theme parks, unless of course they are on the monorail system or they are connected by a boat. So we're going to talk about. So buses, I'm not spending a lot of time on. There are a few things that you might want to know, like for instance, if I am trying to go between resorts, your best bot bet is to take a bus to the theme parks or to Disney Springs and then connect, take a connecting bus to another resort because there aren't, like if you're staying at Port Orleans Riverside, you can't get a bus to the Polynesian. You would have to go to Magic Kingdom and then get on the monorail, or you would have to go to Disney Springs and take a bus. So we're not gonna spend time talking about between the resorts. We're gonna talk about some of the transportation when you're at the resort. So bus transportation is probably the most thing that your most obvious choice. Um, But if you stay at certain certain resorts, you do also have boat transportation to um, Magic Kingdom. And then we'll also talk about there's some boat transportation to Epcot on Hollywood Studios. So the boats that transportation that exists, and we've taken these before. We've taken, there's, of course, the big um, boat that goes from the transportation ticket center, the big ferry. It's a big boat. Yeah. And then there's the smaller, I would say they're more like water taxis. Um, that go from Grand Floridian. They also, the villas at Grand Floridian, Polynesian Resort, Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge, and then Boulder Ridge Villas at Wilderness Lodge. And we've taken these quite a few times, especially if we're having a dinner at one of the resorts and we're going back to Magic Kingdom or vice versa. When we were there um, earlier this spring, we were at Contemporary and we took the boat over to um, Magic Kingdom. So it's kind of a nice relaxing ride. I enjoy taking it. It gets you a little bit away from some of the hustle and bustle of the monorail or some of those other things. And then, of course, as I already mentioned, those ferry boats connect um, the Magic Kingdom to the Transportation Ticket Center. There's also a couple other of the parks that you can use the the boat transportation to, and that is from Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. And we've taken this quite a few times at the International Gateway, which is where that Skyliner will be. You can get on a boat, and that boat will circle around. It goes to Boardwalk Inn, Boardwalk Villas, Beach Club, and then, of course, the Beach Club Villas, Yacht Club, and then you eventually make your way to Swan and Dolphin all the way to Hollywood Studios. We've taken this quite a few times. I don't think we've... I've never done the walk from Hollywood. Have we ever walked from Hollywood? We don't like to walk. Yeah, we're already walking enough in the parks. I'm good. Um, But when you're going from Epcot all the way to Hollywood Studios or vice versa, there are a lot of stops because it stops at all of those different resorts. So keep that in mind. With Disney transportation, the rule of thumb is always plan for extra time. Buses, 
of course, they're getting better. They do have the posted times for the buses at each of the resorts. They'll tell you when the next one's coming. But they always say to at least allow an hour for Disney transportation. I think even now, as they're getting more efficient, it's still very true. If you have a dining reservation or something, you're going to want to make sure you allow for extra time. I enjoy taking the boats. I don't know. What is your thought? Do you? Oh, yeah. We'll talk a little, little bit about boats here in a few minutes for Disney Springs. But... I don't know. We live in Michigan, and there's lots of boats that people go on, but I don't take boats on a regular basis. So it's something a little different, and it does get you away from the crowds and the buses, which can be overwhelming sometimes. Now, that's how you can get back and forth to the resorts. And then, of course, we're going to talk about of the main mode of transportation, I think the iconic transportation between the resorts and the the resorts and the parks and what would that be oh it's got to be the monorail exactly so if you're trying to get to magic kingdom or to epcot you can of course take the monorail but the monorail is only connected to certain resorts i'm going to see can you remember what resorts are on the monorail chris polynesian correct grand floridian yes and contemporary. That's correct. And then, of course, as we have with um, some of the additions to the resorts, we'll be seeing that expand in the coming years. But as of right now, that is it. And then what is the other park? So if you, you can go to Magic Kingdom, but then at Ticket and Transportation Center, what's the other park you can go to on the monorail? I don't know. Epcot. Oh, yeah. Epcot. So that's kind of a nice ride. That's a longer ride. It is nice. You will have to switch monorails. There's a resort monorail that only does that loop between the resorts and Magic Kingdom. And then if you stop at the Ticket and Transportation Center, to get off, do a little walk over, and then get on the Epcot monorail. And that will take you right to the front of Epcot. So that's kind of a nice way. And that's another way, mode of transportation that can get you to the parks. Now, when we're looking at outside the parks, one of the other places that people like to spend a lot of time now is Disney Springs. And most of the resorts are going to offer you bus transportation. There's also a nice perk, and Disney started this just a couple years ago. Starting after 4 o'clock, you can take a bus from any of the four parks. This is really great. We've done this before when you have a dinner reservation or if you've been at the parks and you want to go shopping. It gives you a chance to kind of not have to go all the way back to your resort and then take a bus. You can take a bus right from the four theme parks over to Disney Springs and that's going to take you right to that town center which is kind of the middle of the Disney Springs area which gives you some good access for shopping and dining and all of that. And we've done that a couple of times to be able to go over there. Now another thing that you can do to get to Disney Springs is you can take a boat. And one of our favorite resorts has this option and we take it quite frequently when we stay there and that's at Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter as well as Old Key West and Disney Saratoga Springs you can go right to Disney Springs from them on a boat and that's really nice because it's kind of a quiet area you're not like right around a lot of things you go through some wooded areas and I find that usually pretty peaceful like compared to the hustle very much so very peaceful so we tend to do that. It takes a little longer than if you take the bus ride over, um, but the boat transportation to Disney Springs is really nice. But again, just like with the boat transportation to the Magic Kingdom, make sure that you're checking, looking on the app, and looking at there's even transportation guides because it can get confusing if you don't know your way around. And if you are really stuck and you're in a hurry, a new mode of transportation that Disney has 
I would say new in the sense that they've had it for a couple of years, they have the minivan transportation. And this is in conjunction with Lyft. And could you, what was your, what did you think when we've taken the minivans? Oh, uh, super efficient. I mean, ultimately, when you look at what you pay for Disney, right? the purpose is to be in the park. And yeah. when you, depending on where you stay, if it's going to be 45 minutes to, for a bus, I mean, at the end of the day, to complain about the cost of Lyft at Disney. Right is the height of hypocrisy because you are paying out the nose for everything and ultimately your goal is and what's nice about Lyft is I mean they truly drop you off as close as you can get so to be able to just be picked up at your resort dropped off have it really be one way because again and I think what's nice is in the morning it's it sets the tone well I don't know if we've ever taken Lyft on, on the way home but ultimately at the end of a long day you're tired I mean what would you pay for your feet to feel better? So, right. you know, in my opinion, you know, Lyft, again, it, it's a cost, but at Disney, everything is a cost. I thought it was well worth the, the price. So we're going to talk about there's, with Lyft, you can do the traditional Lyft, but you don't get as much access as you do with a minivan transportation, and that is in conjunction with Lyft. So what Chris was talking about, you use the Lyft app, but when you're on Disney property, you have the option to use um, the minivan service, and you're gonna just, when you have the Lyft app open, you select minivan. You do have the option to use regular Lyft when you're on property as well, but if you use regular Lyft, like if you're being dropped off at Magic Kingdom, they can't drop you off right at the front where the buses are. You're gonna be dropped off at Ticket and Transportation Center. But if you have the minivan service, you're dropped off right where the buses are. So with the minivan service, you are going to pay a little more than traditional Lyft. But some of the nice things are that they have accessible minivans. So if you have anybody who has a wheelchair, motorized vehicle, or some of those ECVs, any kind of thing, those scooters, you can make sure you can arrange that. Those can sometimes take a little longer. So they tell you to make a 45 to 60 minute prior to when you need it. I was there with a friend last year. She had her scooter with her and she was able to do that because we were having dinner at we we're having dinner at the yacht club, I believe, and so she was meeting me over there. She was able to arrange and have the lift come with the minivan lift with an accessible van, so she was able to have her scooter with her, where with traditional lift or Uber that's I don't even know if that's an option. I'm not that familiar with it, but I know that with minivan, it's super easy to do. Another thing that you can request through minivan, which you can't usually do with the traditional ride shares, is that you can get up to two child seats if needed. So that's another great option. You do that right when you do the reservation. Now, here's a couple of things. The minivans are going to cost more than your regular Lyft. Um, they are going to run only from 6.30 in the morning till 12.30 in the morning. So if you have any of those real late hours, you're not going to be able to do that. They typically are going to run, what I've been seeing with the new pricing, they're going to average about $30 to $35. But I can tell you what, if you're dressed up, like after our vow renewal, we had taken some pictures around Boardwalk. We had our photographer. We had had our... Disney transportation earlier before the vow renewal, but we just need to get back to our resort. We didn't want to get on a bus. We, he was in a tux. I was in my nice dress. We arranged for the minivan. It was cute for photos. It's also a fun thing for kids because the vans are red and they have the white polka dots just like Minnie Mouse's dress. We were able to get that and so it's a little bit more direct. We didn't want to get in a van or something like that with our fancy clothes on. 
The other things with the minivans is that it's going to be nice if you have a dinner reservation and you want to don't have that hour time for, to allow for Disney transportation. So again, it's around that $30 to $35 range. What we found is typically regular Lyft or Uber is going to cost around $10 to $15. So there is a little bit of a price increase. If you're looking at outside the parks, minivan now offers service to and from Orlando International Airport. That price is quite significant, and we're not really talking about airport transportation this time. But if you are interested in that, that is an option if you're not wanting to do Magical Express and wait on that. So the minivans are kind of a nice little fun thing that Disney offers. It is through Lyft, so as long as you have the Lyft app on your phone, you'll be ready to go. And as I mentioned, and as Chris kind of mentioned as well, you don't have to use the minivan. If you open up Lyft, you can just use a traditional Lyft driver as well. But everyone that we've ever had has been very nice. They're very knowledgeable about property. So it's really, it's well worth it if you're looking at some of those special occasions. So that's a little bit about Disney transportation. As I mentioned, there's lots of different options. We've taken, I think, everything under the moon um, when we've been there, and it's just kind of a fun way to experience. You can, on one day, you can be on a boat, you can be on a monorail, like Chris mentioned, at the park, you can be at the Magic Kingdom, you can be on the train, and then you can take a bus back to your resort that night. So you have a lot of different options. So we'll talk more about other modes of transportation and things in future episodes, but that gives you a little bit of idea of how to get to and from the parks as well as to Disney Springs. And up next, we are gonna have Kirby from Change Your Fate Creations. We're gonna have our call with her, and we are super excited to hear all about her business. We are so excited to have Kirby with us on the phone from Change Your Fate Creations. She does some really unique items that can help you with when you're packing at home to bring items to the park also to keep your ears safe when you're on those water rides and different things so we're super excited to have Kirby on the phone thank you so much for joining us today Um, So she is a huge fan of Disney and, of course, going to the parks and planning her next trips. And she's also working on her different product line, which we'll get into in a few minutes. But we always like to start off with an icebreaker. And this time we're going to be asking, what is your favorite snack at a Disney park? It has definitely got to be Dole Whip. I love Dole Whip so much. I'm the same way. (laughs) Yes. You know, when when you go there, you get it on the short line inside, and then you're just right there in the tiki room, so you get to enjoy your Dole Whip right there. Yes. Yeah, it's so much fun. And um, I actually found a few years ago a frozen yogurt place close to my house that sells Dole Whip. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's so fun. Sometimes on Friday, I'll go get a a big bowl of the Dole Whip. Yeah, we had a place near us and they closed, so I've been bummed because it was nice to be able to go get that little bit of taste of Disney close to home, that's for sure. And I like the floats too. I like when you they do the pineapple juice with the with the um ice cream. That's really good too. Yeah, that's really good. Sometimes when I get the stuff at home I'll make a grown up float. <laughs> <laughs> that you might not get at Disney, right? So we are super excited to have you on today, and we'd like for you to just tell us about your business and what sorts of products that you offer that are connected to Disney. Yeah, I make um, 
uh, clear reusable bags. Um, I currently have them in three sizes, uh, the ear bag, the park essentials, and the press penny. And uh, these bags are re- basically replacing your single-use Ziploc baggies. Yes. And they also, yeah, and they're also great for um, packing for your trip, like you mentioned. You can use them as your toiletry bag. Um, I use one every day as a purse organizer. Oh, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, and they're, a, they're just a great way to have a little bit of Disney touch on them, but also um, the ear bags are the most popular, so using them for transporting bags to and from the park and then keeping them safe while you're at the park, too. So that medium size that you have, is that the actual, like, quart size, like the TSA-approved size? Yeah, yeah, they, um... Thank you for asking. They are the TSA approved. They fit their requirements. Um, it can fit your cell phone, your your large iPhone. Um, it'll fit your three ounce, um, bed travel, toiletry. Right, right. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, and I know I have had things where you can hook your ears on the outside of the bag, but then they always get dirty or wet or different things. So it still doesn't meet that thing where I was super excited to see that you had the ear. Um, the ones that fit the ears, because that's really perfect, especially when you have them thrown in your backpack or something. It keeps them a little bit protected as well. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad you like that, too. That was kind of my intent with making them, um, was wanting to keep them dry, especially on, uh, like, Splash Mountain, for example. Yes. <laughs> especially at Disneyland, where it's the single. Right. Single yeah, you get so much more water. <laughs> you get so soaked, and especially if you're in the front, like, I always seem to be. Right, right, for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they also work, like I mentioned, for everyday purse organizers or diaper bag organizers. Um, I've had some people buy the little ones as gin bags with accessories for like your hair ties and. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, and and I like the clear aspect so you can see what you're looking for, so you're not having to fish around. um, Right. And I really like the idea for the press pennies, too, because I do like doing the press pennies. And I have okay. some really old, like, photo, like, the the film oh, cases, yeah. the plastic film cases. And I know those are not going to last me very long. And you can't right. see them in there either, too, which, so it'd be great. to. I definitely need to get one of yours for our next trip, that's for sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and I like to have things, I guess, uh, compartmentalized. And so I wanted to have the separation of the coin purse because I love the press pennies too it's one of my favorite things to do at the park um and then having all of the kind of bits and bobs in the park essentials bag and then right yeah now with that the next piece is really what was the inspiration for you to start your business um it was basically finding the solution for for those things that we talked about um and especially before my last few trips I along with pretty much everybody else on Instagram, became obsessed with finding beautiful, handmade, unique ears. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And once I found those ears, I really wanted to make sure that they would be safe and they wouldn't get damaged or wet. Um, So I wanted to find a solution to uh, keeping them safe and not using a Ziploc baggie because I am trying to reduce my single-use plastic. Sure. And so... I went online and, and tried to find some patterns or tutorials for making uh, basically kind of clear vinyl bags and 
I found a few tutorials and, and made many, many changes and quite a few prototypes until I got the size and the, the final product that I wanted. And then um, used them on my trip and they worked great. And then I realized that maybe other people might want these too. Sure. So, and then I, the Disney Instagram community is so much fun. It's yes. Like, if you, I'm sure you guys probably have looked a lot at some of the hashtags. Right. Um, to see what's out there and it's just such a fun place to be and I really wanted to be a part of that so I I just kind of took the jump and opened up an Etsy and put my my product out there and it's been going pretty great ever since so I, I couldn't ask for anything better. So how long have you had your Etsy store? Is it relatively new or? Yeah I'm still within my first actually six months the shop wow. opened in mid-May so <laughs> it's still very new. And what's your Etsy store's name, please, again, just for the listeners? Sure, the Etsy, I had to condense the name there, so it's C-Y-F, the first initials of Change Your Fate, and then the full word, Creation. Okay, perfect. And we'll make sure I'll put that in the show notes as well so everyone can find you. And I think it's always neat to hear from the different people who, like you saw this need that you were experiencing yourself in the parks and then you create it. And I love the clear aspect of yours because it is so hard when you're in the parks and you're trying to dig around and find things. It just, it's got to make it so much easier to be organized, I'm sure. Yeah, and the other great thing about them being clear is park security. Um, Oh, yeah. I personally, I have a lot of stuff I, that I feel like I have to take with me into the parks. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that means that you're going to have to have it in a bag. And so it's the same idea as the TSA bag. But when you're at park security, they, in my experience, they just simply ask to look inside the bag. And so I lifted it up and the guy took a quick look through the clear vinyl and said, you're good. And I got to walk right through the gates and it was great. That is awesome. Now, how do you think, that kind of ties in a little bit, but how do you think your products add Disney magic to our listeners' lives or your customers' lives? How can they add some magic? Yeah, um, so I live in Oregon, and I am not in a position to be able to visit the park on a regular basis, definitely not as much as I would like. And um, at my job, I don't get to wear Disney clothes. We have a pretty conservative dress code. Sure. I can't wear those cute Disney shirts that everybody yeah. has on Instagram. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, for me, I use, I, I think I mentioned I use my Park Essential tag as my purse organizer every day. And so anytime I need to get my chapstick or my headphones out of my purse, it just instantly cheers me up and puts a smile on my face because sure. I'm getting that chapstick out of the bag right. and one donation on it. Yeah. <laughs> that is... Oh, go ahead. Um, I was just going to elaborate, you know, using that every day for for the purse or diaper bag. I've had several customers use it as a diaper bag organizer. Um, I mentioned the gym bag organizer for hairpins and right. pins. Um, I know some people, I've used it as a, a bag for my knitting accessories. Um, same thing about vinyl is great to be able to see through and you can see exactly what you're looking for. And just having that that touch of Disney fabric at the top, it just always cheers me up whenever I have to get something out of it. 
And that's the nice thing. One of the things that we've talked about with our different guests is when you have a product that people can use every day, it's kind of nice too, because I love, I have some really awesome, unique things, but when you only maybe can use them on the weekends or when you're on your trip, it's nice to have something that you can use every day. So that is such a great bonus for people with products like yours. And what I think is also really interesting too, is like you mentioned the single use plastics. It's one of those things too, where you know, getting your product, using it in the park, mm-hmm. and then as you use it, using your everyday life, it allows you to kind of associate Disney with your everyday life because, as you said, you're not able to go to the park every day. We live in Michigan. For us, it's, you know, once to twice a year at the most. And so I think what's awesome is by getting something that's functional for the park, but it's also going to be functional for your everyday life. And it's like, man, I remember when I was at Disney using this product. So right. I think that's the other neat part. Yes, yes, exactly. It's almost like carrying a souvenir with you Awesome. Now, with that, please let our listeners know where can they find you again on Etsy, um, Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Where are you at online? Yes, um, so I'm on Facebook and Instagram. They're both Change Your Fate Creations. Um, there's no abbreviations. There's no periods on there. Um, Etsy is the one that I did have to abbreviate, so it's cylscreations.etsy.com. And please, again, I encourage our listeners, just take a look because I think what's awesome is, number one, just how, how well they look as a mm-hmm. product, but also, two, just really the functionality. And you say, like, what's going to meet your needs? And again, maybe whether it be California or Florida, you know, maybe if it's you're going in the summertime and it's the heat, but just how you can take a product that's designed for maybe a week-long trip and how you can use it almost every week of the year. And I think that's really the neat thing about your product is just the utilitarianism of it is that, Again, it's not something that you're going to put away for next trip. You're going to right. use it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much, I appreciate that. And one quick qu- final question. I know you mentioned that you're working on expanding your product line. When could our listeners expect to see some of those other products that you're wanting to, to launch? Yeah, I'm working on um, making some wallets. And um, some people have asked for kind of the ear snap, so I'm going to look into those too. Okay. I'm going to take advantage of a long weekend and make up some prototypes. Um, the wallets especially I want to work on just another thing you can use every day. Sure. Uh, so definitely in the coming months, it's just going to be more and more all the time with I'm able to make more, more prototypes and get more finished products going. Well, and then as your new product lines come out, um, definitely share them with us and we'll make sure to share them with our listeners as well and kind of remind them about your episode and then share them back to your page once those new products launch also. Thank you. Well, thank you again so much, Kirby, for joining us today. We loved hearing about your products and taking time out of your day to share a little bit about your business and about your love for Disney. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thank you again to Kirby for joining us on today's call. And don't forget to use the code DISLOVE to save 10% off your total purchase. So we are so appreciative of her offering that exclusive discount for our listeners. And now we are on to our quick trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So Chris, you are up first with trivia. Okay. So thanks to my friends at DisneyFanatic.com, they have 15 facts about Disney's monorail system. So Vanessa, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, The first one is approximately how many people at Walt Disney World ride the monorail system each year? 30 million, 50 million, or 75 million people. Wait, what was the second choice? 
thirty million, right. fifty million, or I'm seventy-five go with million? 50. You are correct. Fifty oh, million people. Um, then the follow-up question: You're on a roll. I think you've done quite well at these last couple of trivia's. Roughly, how many miles of track are there in a monorail system? Oh, I know. I've read this before in one of my Disney books. I'm going to go 17. I don't think that's right, though. 14.7. Oh. Close. Yeah, not too bad. How many deaths have occurred on the monorail system at Walt Disney World? I know of at least two, so I'm going to go with six. Well, according to my friends at DisneyFanatic.com, there's been one fatal incident. Oh, it's only been the one? Yes. Oh, okay. On July 5th, 2009, the monorail pink and monorail purple crashed, killing one of the pilots. Now yeah. there were people who were injured. Okay, see, that's what... I knew a pilot had died, but I was thinking somebody else had died somewhere. Wow. That's unfortunate. Um, and then here's our last question. Walt Disney went to this country and saw a monorail that was oh. essentially the inspiration for the system. What... And I'll give you a hint. It's not in America. <laughs> oh, right. I know it's in Europe. Okay, I'll give you that. It's in Europe. What European country served as the inspiration for the Walt Disney World monorail? I want to say France, but I think that's wrong. You are wrong. It's I'll like give you four more guesses. Spain. Three more guesses. <laughs> Just to tell me what is it. You have three more guesses. Italy. Two more guesses. <laughs> Um, Germany. You are right. Congratulations. <laughs> How many, was that my fourth guess? <laughs> but you got it right. Yeah. Does it say where in Germany? It I does not. Remember. Okay. I know I've read about that in a book. They, I mean, they have monorail. I mean, they have trains all over the yeah, place but in Germany, the, Yeah, so. but whatever inspired him. Well, that's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, wow. it is Crazy. awesome. And hopefully... Wait, what is that? Uh, how does the uh, old figment go? Something about inspiration? Moment of inspiration? Yeah. Mate, here... Bear with me. Maybe he th imagined Figment and the song the same time he saw the monorail. Except for Figment came long after Walt had died. Oh, well, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I said maybe he wrote it in his <laughs> yeah, notes. You that never could know. be. That could so be. So <laughs> maybe he saw the monorail, had a moment of inspiration, then also imagined a flying purple and orange dragon. Yes, he is a dragon. Two tiny wings. Name Figment at yes. the same time. You never know. And if you don't know, Figment is my favorite character, so that's why Chris was adding in the puns about Figment. So again, hopefully on your next Disney vacation, you can enjoy some of these different transportation modes, and it's nice break from having to drive. We sometimes have cars that we run, and then we still drive back and forth. But it is nice to kind of just sit back and kind of relax and enjoy the transportation they provide. Now, we always joke about when you go to Disney and you're staying on property and you're just doing Disney that trip, you're kind of in a bubble. We talk about the Disney bubble. So the transportation kind of makes me think about escaping reality and you're in this world and you don't have to leave it. And so that's where I looked for a quote from Walt for this week. And this quote is, I don't want the public to see the world they live in while they're in the park. And of course, he was referring to Disneyland. I want them to feel they're in another world. And that is definitely truly how I feel when I'm at Walt Disney World. And hopefully you feel the same way. And thank you again so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. <laughs>
This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.